The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, Jeff Cooner is with me, host of the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston, Massachusetts. Jeff, it is good to talk to you again. An awful lot has happened since we chatted last week. An awful lot has happened just this week. Donald Trump has been in court on two different issues. We had a big interview with him on Fox News last night. We had a presidential uh, Republican hopeful pulling out of the race and we had two others going head to head on CNN. It's hard to know where to start. Um, We we might start with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis on CNN. So uh, did we learn anything from this? Did any of them land punches on each other or on the president that might be telling or the would be president, should I say? Kieran, uh, it's great to be with you, Kieran, and, and the great audience. Uh, it, clearly now things have changed in a week. Nikki Haley now has gotten a real boost. She's got a lot of momentum now behind her. And you, you talked about the debate yesterday. She held her ground. DeSantis made no inroads whatsoever. But Kieran, the really big story is uh, Chris Christie has pulled out. Now, why is that big? He didn't poll well nationally among Republicans. He was up maybe 3%, 3.5%. But where he was really a force was in New Hampshire, which is the next race next week. There he was polling at 12 percent. And almost all of his supporters now say with him out of the race, they're going to go all in on Nikki Haley. And so there's a CNN poll out now, which is giving the Trump people a lot of worry. CNN now says that Nikki Haley is in single digits behind Trump at about she's about seven points behind him. Other polls show her a little bit more behind, but it's now a contest in New Hampshire. And the bigger point is this. New Hampshire has a unique primary. It's very different from other states. It's not just for Republicans to vote in a Republican primary. You don't have to be a registered Republican. Independents can vote. Even Democrats, if they switch temporarily, if they switch their affiliation and register as Republicans, can vote for Nikki Haley and then register back as Democrats. So what you're starting to see in New Hampshire now is a real groundswell of support for Nikki Haley. Independents are registering to vote for her. Democrats are now registering to vote for her. It's now going to be a horse race. And Trump is very worried because the race after that is going to be South Carolina, where she was the former governor. She's got a strong infrastructure and network there. And so she can really blunt Trump's momentum. And as I pointed out to your um, one of your producers, I said, I want you to think of the Republican primary now in as a boxing match. Trump wants a decisive knockout early. He's sort of Mike Tyson. He wants this thing over, but he wants to win Iowa, win New Hampshire, win South Carolina, win Florida, and then it's over. He wants to run the table early. Nikki Haley is different. She wants this to be a drawn out race. She wants to take it into the deeper rounds because the other problem that Trump faces is you mentioned the court cases and there's a big court case that's going to start in March. And if Trump is convicted that, you know, it's one thing to say you still support Trump when he's indicted, but once he's convicted, his numbers may crater among uh, moderate Republicans, among independents. And Haley believes that the longer this goes, and if Trump is now bleeding after a conviction, Mm. she could cut him off and beat him at the convention. So did we see that reflected, Jeff, in Donald Trump's interview on Fox last night? Is he now 
squarely aiming his attacks at Nikki Haley rather than the other uh, hopefuls. Yes, there's no question. And I can tell you this with absolute certainty because I have very good uh, connections, contacts in in Trump's inner circle. Uh, They're confident about Iowa. Iowa is a rural state. It's a much more socially conservative state. So they figure Trump will do very well there. He should win and, and win fairly comfortably. New Hampshire is different. It's a much more independent state. They're more economically conservative, but socially liberal. And so Haley's message is resonating in New Hampshire. So they fear now a a real potential perfect storm. If she can knock him out in New Hampshire, pull off a major upset, win South Carolina, and Trump gets in legal trouble, this is not going to be the coronation that he and his people wanted and expected. So now he's hammering her. He's saying that she was disloyal to him, that she should never have run. She made a personal vow that if he was going to run again, she, uh, that she wouldn't run. Uh, so he's attacking her. He's attacking her as a stooge of the donor class, that she's part of the Bush-Cheney wing of the Republican Party that Trump is ideologically at war with. Uh, I can tell because on my radio station, there are ads now. I mean, you can't buy any airtime on my station. It's either a Nikki Haley ad or a Donald Trump ad. So they are now, I mean, they're at each other's throats. And what about the other content? So Chris Christie has pulled out and, and most of his support then will go in, row in behind Nikki Haley. Ron DeSantis and, and Ramaswamy, they're both still in the race. I mean, that that they are not going to be president. They are not going to be a contender uh, uh, to be president, but they have some supporters. I mean, are Haley and Trump duking it out to try and convince them to, to, to align with well, one or the see, other? Well, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's Trump's ace in the hole, as things stand right now. Most people who want to vote for DeSantis have said their second pick is Trump. Okay. Most people who say they want to vote for Vivek Ramaswamy say their second pick is Trump. So Trump's people feel in the long run, you know, once DeSantis drops out. And Kieran, the thing to watch is DeSantis has staked everything in Iowa. He's basically blown $150 million and he's practically lived in Iowa. If he does not finish a very strong second, then he's going to have to drop out. He won't even make it to New Hampshire. So they feel, the Trump people do, that they can pick up all of these DeSantis supporters, Ramaswamy supporters, and eventually they'll grind out a victory. But those court cases are looming, and they don't want to take a chance. So they'd like to finish this early. That's why New Hampshire is going to be so pivotal. Now, I can just tell you this. The latest poll, Kieran, DeSantis is in second, but Haley's a very close third. DeSantis is at 18%. Haley's at 16%. If this stays, and we'll see on Monday, then DeSantis will have to drop out of the race because he really underperformed. And Haley will actually consider being third and almost beating DeSantis. She'll claim it as a victory. So she's going to actually have momentum going into New Hampshire. And Jeff, how engaged are the public at large with everything at the moment? Or is this still too far away for those who are just not always engaged in politics? It's 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 all what people are talking about. Okay, uh, Kieran, in my whole life, I've never seen an election like this. Uh, everybody is focused. It's what everybody's talking about at the dinner table, on TV, at the bar, at the restaurant. Uh, people are all, everyone agrees on one thing. This is the most consequential election in American history, probably since 1860. Why? Why do they think that? Uh, well, both sides are convinced that the fate of the republic is at stake. Uh, Biden held a major speech maybe last week 
where he said democracy is on the ballot. Trump has made a counter speech saying we cannot take another four years of Joe Biden. In fact, at the town hall in Iowa, he said, you reelect Biden in November, you're going to get Herbert Hoover. You're going to get a Great Depression. So both sides are now saying really everything is at stake. I've never seen an atmosphere like this. Friends don't talk to each other. Family members are squabbling and, and severing relations. Nobody wants to talk about politics at work because everyone is judging one another based on their political views. Uh, the only thing I could slightly relate in terms of the European or the context maybe you're more familiar with would be Brexit in, in Britain, where it was just so divisive and so polarizing and it just poisoned so many personal relations. That's where we are right now. Jeff, listen, thank you very much for joining us. As always, Jeff Cooner is host of the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston. It is a big year. It is the most important presidential election in a long, long time across the water, as Jeff uh, so well described there, which is why we're going to be talking to him at the same time every Thursday here on The Hard Shoulder. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.